Okay, good evening. Good evening. Today is Sunday, January 19th. It is 7.45 p.m. I'm Rachel. And I'm Lisa. And you're listening to News and Brews. Oh my God. What? I just realized I forgot your birthday. You did. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Oh you were sick. I am so sorry. No, it's okay. I got home early in the morning, the morning of the 8th. Yeah. I am so sorry. I'm a horrible friend. <laughs> I will tell no, it to everybody. Yes, I'm a horrible well, friend. Well, that's what triggered me to get worried oh. about you. Because I was no. like, you know what? She didn't reach out to me today. Oh I bet you God. she's sick or something happened that's when I started worrying about you oh and I was right you were sick I'm so sorry no it's okay god I'm an asshole so for those of you listeners that don't understand I left town for a month I went to St. Louis to visit a friend and take a little vacay and I was sick three out of the four weeks I was there what two different times time. yeah it's fantastic even over the holidays I, yeah I know I got the stomach flu mm -hmm. like three days after I got there so you lost some weight. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, and then uh, like right before Christmas, I got sick with a really bad head cold that turned into a really bad earache and bronchitis and sinus infection. And I still have some of the bronchitis and earache, ear fluid that I can't hear out of my left ear. But anyways, I got home about 1.30 a.m. the morning of the 8th after I had to take the bus from the airport. And... Um, and I just slept for like days until I got to the doctor and I was just, I felt so horrible. I had no energy. I, 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 I had lumps like all along my neck. Oh, like this. when your lymph nodes yeah. are swollen. Yeah, super Ooh, swollen lymph I nodes. I hate that. And. Because then it hurts to swallow even if you don't yeah. have like a sore throat. It still yeah. hurts to swallow. Yeah, it was, Ugh. it was horrible, dude. I just, I wonder if I got the flu and just didn't know it. Because mm -hmm. I was sick while, for like. I don't know, like a month before I got antibiotics. And usually with a, a zithromycin, the Z-Pack, I mm -hmm. start to feel better in about 48 hours. It wasn't until like the sixth day after taking antibiotics that I slightly started to feel a little bit better. Really? Yes. Wow. And I am so sorry. That's still no excuse for me for forgetting your birthday. I, I'm a giant asshole <laughs> and I really apologize. It's okay. I'll make it up to you. You're forgiven. No, oh, you, you would never forget my birthday. That's the shitty part. That's why I feel so bad. Well, maybe I'll forget it this year. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. I don't deserve any more birthdays <laughs> no, ever. Birthdays are canceled. Did Amy take you out? Yeah, we went out on Saturday. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. God, we I'm went. A jerk. <laughs> we went and saw that um, Knives Out movie. Have you seen the previews oh, that for that? Good. It's so good. Is it? I freaking loved it because it's so much like um, like an old. Like Agatha Christie novel. It's not. But it's like, you know, the old like murder mystery. Yeah, yeah. And she did. Um, she's also the one that wrote all the Poirot books where it's like Inspector Poirot. And he, but it was like an old Agatha Christie novel, but like modern in the South. And um, Bond has... A southern accent he's like uh, really he's like foghorn daniels or whatever yeah, daniel, uh, craig. daniel craig he's like foghorn like <laughs> are you kidding it me? is so good it was so good the previews was, look good it was perfectly perfectly done i enjoyed every minute of it it was amazing now it's gonna be like a year before it comes out on red box it was sucks. good 
I really liked it. I went and saw Bombshell over the holiday with my friend oh, from St. Louis. There's is some sort of news, true story news scandal. Yeah, about Roger Ailes, the top head producer or CEO of Fox News, and how he got um, ousted because he sexually harassed every single woman that's ever came through that office. Mm-hmm. And would make them do sexual favors for him in order to get promotions or advancement or whatever. Yeah. And um, Charlize Theron, is that how you pronounce her name? Mm -hmm. From South Africa. She played Megyn Kelly and Nicole Kidman played Gretchen Carlson, I think is her name. And um, there was another chick, I forget her name, Margot Robbie, I think played the, some other girl and um Gretchen Carlson got fired and before she she'd she'd been sexually harassed but never gave in to mm-hmm. Roger Ailes and everyone always gave in right and so she secretly recorded him on her iPhone or whatever in the room sexually harassing her so after he got she got fired she um went to lawyers and personally sued him not the company but Roger Ailes because mm-hmm. Uh, he had a house in New Jersey, so she was able to do that. And, um, but she stood alone. Like, she begged other women and other people from the news uh, station that worked there currently and, and previously for someone for backup, being like, I know you've, you know, confessed to me that he sexually harassed you. We've always talked about it. Would you please come forward? No one would come forward. So she stood alone for a long time on her own with this lawsuit. And then finally, they did an internal investigation. But Rudy Giuliani, who was a lawyer for Roger Ailes or Fox News, tried to do a Fox News internal investigation. But the company um, hired an outside, you Mm -hmm. know, unbiased internal investigation party to come in. (laughs) And then little by little, the girls started to admit what happened. Wow. And Roger Ailes eventually got fired. And Roger Ailes... Uh, was Fox News. That was his idea. He built it from the ground up. Mm-hmm. He controlled everything, every creative decision, every person that was hired. Like right. that, everything that um, they talked about on Fox News had had to be, was groomed and prepped by him. And he was a huge conspiracy theorist and hyper paranoid. He like, he had a, a bunker and escape route in the basement of his house where you could escape and, and and it was like a a tunnel that went I don't know like 2 miles underground where he could get out cuz he just was like jihadists were there attacking us and after 9/11 he got like hyper paranoid and just was this huge crazy guy and was like ultra right wing and um he he base he gave um he was still there when Trump was running for president mm-hmm. and so he would give him lots of favorable coverage and talk to him on the phone and um, Doesn't Trump call in to Fox News? Oh, yeah. Fox like, and Friends all the time. Like your crazy grandpa? Ranting. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Well, but that's crazy. So it was a good movie. I would yeah. encourage people to watch it because it was amazing how much courage this girl had to take on this tycoon. Yeah. Well, the um, the other... Uh, so the, remember the book by Chantel Miller, The Brock Turner Victim? Know My Name? Oh, yeah, yeah. So her book is out. Oh, okay. Um, and I've had a fr- couple friends read it already, which surprised me because um, usually, uh, like one of these friends, she's she, true crime and stuff is kind of like not her thing, but she read the book and like she's telling everybody, everybody needs to read this book. Um, Have so. you read it yet? No, not oh, okay. yet. Um, but 
<clears throat> like, because I've been following the story since it broke back in whenever it was. Right. Th- when he was first arrested. Right. And then his ridiculous sentencing. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes of community service. Okay. Oh, good. All right. You're done. <laughs> Here's a lollipop. Here's your gold star. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually really excited to read that. But she, um, yeah, she, I've seen a couple quotes and stuff from the book. And it's kind of the same thing, like just being alone and even though you're the victim of something you get treated like the perpetrator right right like you're guilty or you're just not believed yeah nobody believes you right right um do you know who janine uh janine shapiro i think is her name she's a a tv personality currently on fox news are you talking about judge janine piero yes okay so she was in the movie bombshell and Megyn Kelly, when Megyn Kelly finally decided to talk about and open up about sexual harassment, she, you know, because at first she was like, I'm denying it, I'm not yeah. saying anything, blah, blah, blah. She finally <laughs> came forward. And then so Janine, I guess, came up to her and was like, you need to keep your mouth shut until this investigation is over. We owe everything, our careers, our lives, everything to Roger Ailes. And we and he expects loyalty. That's the number one thing is he always says he expects loyalty. And she's like, we need to blah, blah, blah. And... And Megyn Kelly just kind of put her in her place. Like, are you kidding me? Do you realize Fox would be liable Good. for punitive damages yeah. if we did hide something and there was something going on? And Yeah. But just what a, a what woman would do that, knowing that everything that was going on and telling women to keep their mouth shut? Because comfortable, power, money, your position, your built image is more important i guess so but she still has her own primetime slot on fox news and constantly defends trump yeah she they make fun of her a lot on snl yeah yes she's the one who's always like drinking wine when she's talking and she ends up always like spilling wine all over colin jose during the weekend update yes she's um the last one i think the christmas one they did she ends up like getting like super nervous and so then she's just like throwing up like it's like <laughs> projectile vomiting wine all over Colin Jones. Right. It was so gross and upsetting but hilarious. Yeah and she has like all these conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's pretty accurate to how she talks. I mean they make yeah. fun of her but it's, it's all her material. It's crazy though because like I was just listening to a true crime podcast where she back in like the early 2000s was an actual judge and um, like upheld the conviction of this guy who uh, murdered two people, like stabbed them to death in their home while he was like blackout drunk. Wow. Um, and he, <clears throat> yeah, but she, he, um, they tried to appeal his conviction or his sentence and she was the one who like upheld it. Thank God. Um, so she's like done good stuff in her career, but it seems like she just kind of drank the Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid of Fox power News. and money is more important than yep the truth or being morally upstanding. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> I think you have to fit a mold if you're going to work at a place like that. Yeah, it's kind. Well, it's kind of like politics. Like you, mm-hmm. I feel like you've only got about eight years in you before you start getting corrupted if that yeah so i feel like it's kind of probably the same in that type of environment you've got a few good years 
and then you start having yep. to compromise yourself in order to like stay. Yep. Stay in power. You're right. So. Should we talk about our brews? We should. Okay. So we both, but both, both, both <laughs> brought something. I was trying to say brought and both at the same time. Both brought something. Ooh. I'm actually thinking of like mixing them together. Me too. That's oh so funny God. you said that. Get out of my head. That is so weird. <laughs> okay. So tell us about what you brought. Okay. I brought two chilled cans of Cascade Ice Organic Ginger Lime Sparkling Water. It's very surprising that you brought something with lime and ginger. Imagine that. That's <laughs> weird. I hate lime and ginger. <laughs> um, and it has no sugar or calories or carbs or anything like that. Um, but it is organic and I have had it before and I really liked it. I didn't know at first. Like I was like, that's going to be weird for a seltzer water. But I really enjoy the taste. Okay. And what did you bring us, Rachel? So I brought um, some breadsticks. Col- yep, <laughs> breadsticks from downstairs, actually. That was you. And, okay, so we have, I brought two different juices. They're mm-hmm. from um, Sock Farm. So, like S-O-C-K? S-A-U-K. Sock, uh, like, you know, Sock River. Yeah, like the Indian tribe Sock? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Sock Farm is in Skagit Valley, and I brought fresh white grape cider, cold pressed, grown, picked, and bottled in Skagit County. Yum. Um, And then honey crisp apple cider. Yum. I'm excited for that. So it says settling is natural. Shake it up. And these are also organic. Sweet. Um, They don't, they're kept refrigerated. Um, The expiration date is April. So they don't have a super, super long refrigeration life. That's long enough though. Awesome. Four and a half apples per bottle, it says. Sweet. So it's just pressed apples. It's just pressed apple juice. The farm is out in concrete. Sweet. Um, so super local for us. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, 446 grapes per bottle in this juice. Holy crap. It's now, all about the juice. Now, when they say white grapes, do they mean the green grapes? Yeah. So why do they say white if they're green? I don't know. Okay. Just check. Actually, I think the grapes that they use for like juice and wine are more of like a yellowy, not the green table grapes, but more of like a yellowy. I've never seen yellow grapes. Huh. They're not like like lemon yellow. They just are kind of like a. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so this one we gotta shake them up, and I'll pour shake some. Shake it up. I'll pour some into. Um, so what should we, what should we try first? Um, let's try the juice first. Okay, um, which juice? <laughs> which juice? Oops! Dropped an ice cube. I want to try the honey crisp cider first. Okay, I thought you. I'm would. excited for that one. Okay. Oh, it smells just like an apple. That's good. Thank you. Okay. Which one are you gonna try? That too. I'm gonna try. Yeah, we'll try it together. So you haven't had these before? No. I just saw them at the grocery store, and I was like, ooh. I do love apple cider. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The Cheers. Mmm, that's mm. freaking good. I can taste the, the honey crisp. Mm-hmm. Those are the rare apples that only come in once per season, right? The big I ones? I think so, yeah. That are expensive? Mm-hmm. That is really good. No, just 100% organic 
Honeycrisp apples, no added sugar, mm. water, or preservatives. That's freaking delicious. It's super good. Did I ever tell you about the apple slushy that the kids and I had when we were up in Canada at Penticton? Not that I remember, we but were, that doesn't mean you didn't tell me. <laughs> we were riding bikes, and it was the summertime, so super hot. But we stopped at this little farm stand, this like apple farm, and they had a slushy machine, but instead of like slushy mix, they just poured their own cold press apple juice and then it made it into like slushy ice and it came out in a cup oh that'd be so freaking good like the best thing i've ever had in my life i wonder if and we it can was like 100 that. degrees and we just sat oh. under this tree in like the hot dry heat which i love me too drinking this like slushy crispy it was so good this is it tastes exactly like this oh. but it was like what a brilliant idea mm-hmm. I wonder if there's a way to recreate I want that. to get my own machine. You know what? I bet you could get your own machine. <laughs> I bet Amazon has one. They have I everything. So. I wish they had a boyfriend. I'd order that. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have like a huggable pillow or something. <laughs> Body pillow <laughs> with the sticker face on it. Um, it would be good if like they could do this, the slushy machine, but put like whole apples or sliced apples in there. So there's a little bit of pulp too. Cause you know, I like the pulp. You are a pulp. A holic. Pulpaholic. When I put the extra pulp into your vegetable <laughs> juice, I'm always you cringe, like huh? gagging on the inside. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh. I, I like a uh, high pulp. Every time I buy orange juice, I buy the high pulp orange mm-hmm. juice. Yeah. I don't know. It just tastes more like juice to me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's like just Kool-Aid or something. I don't know. Okay. So I like I like the apple juice. I'm not sure about the white grape juice because I've had like Welch's white grape juice before. Gross. Which I don't that's like. That's not real fruit, dude. You know, know that's just like lab-grown flavor and sugar <clears throat> water. Yeah, for sure. But that was like the juice that my grandma always had in her cupboard. Was mm. She only drank white grape juice. Gross. I don't know why. Um, so let's try this. My grandma always had a lot of grapefruit juice in a can. Canned grapefruit juice. Oh, like the frozen can that you mix with water? No. <laughs> like Wait, a big like, can like in your pantry that you don't have to refrigerate. It was horrible. Like Horrible. Like a can of like peaches or something? No, but it, it was just grapefruit juice in was, a can. You know, like pineapple juice comes wait, in a can? grapefruit juice? Grapefruit juice. That's what she drank was grapefruit From a can. Gross. Yes. Totally Did gross. Did she even like chill it? No. Oh, gross. No. Ew. But you know how pineapple juice comes in a can? Uh-huh. Yeah, back in the day. It, I use it for my Hawaiian roll. Yeah. I buy the itty bitty cans. Yeah. So back in the day, grapefruit juice used to come in like a big can. And just a, a white sticker label with like just basic black grapefruit juice. <laughs> and a sad face. Yeah, and a sad face. An old lady sad face. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God, that's terrifying. An old lady pucker face. Okay, I'm a little nervous about this. I gotta admit, white grape. It does not taste like grapes to me. No. What does it taste like? I don't know. Pears? Maybe. It tastes kind of like a pear. Or like peachy. It doesn't. it doesn't taste like grape juice, unless we're so used to the crappy Welch's that this is what actual grape juice Maybe tastes we're like. Just tainted. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. No, it's good. It's not as good as the apple cider, but, my, but it's not so bad. So my frame of reference for grape juice is the white grapefruit, ju- the white grape juice, and then white wine. 
Right, right. Like, and this doesn't taste like either of those. Right. Not yeah. even like a sweet wine. No, but it's very fruity. Yeah, it tastes like fruit. Yeah, it's weird. Mm. Does it say 100% grapes or do they add any other fruit in there? Ingredients. White wine grapes. Um, And then they give the strain of grape. No additives, no preservatives, no water. No added wow. water. Wow. Madeline angevine Sarah Gerbil <laughs> Yeah. Is that, that like a name of some That was old the lady? type of the grape. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Not bad. I okay, so this I wanna I wanna add my I wanna ginger. Investigate. I wanna add my ginger lime to it. Oh, good call. I'm gonna add more juice. And more ginger. And I'm gonna okay, here and we more go. More ginger. Okay. First I'll try the ginger <clears throat> on its own. I like it. You may not, but I think it's good. It's better when it's cold. I don't know if I like it. Oh, that's it. a frowny face. This is a grapefruit. It's not very cold, Grapefruit though. juice can face is what sitting, this is. It's been sitting out for a few hours, unrefrigerated, so. But you don't really like ginger, right? Yeah. See, I love ginger, obviously. I think all I taste is ginger. I don't taste any lime. You don't? Mm-mm. No. I taste the lime. I think it's delicious. Oh, well, the, the, the lime just hit my tongue. I think it's good. But, yeah, it doesn't taste as good at this temperature. I just tasted it. I've only had it when it's, like, freezing cold. Okay, I'm going to make some. Make my grape juice a little bubbly. Oops. That was a good idea, though. Oh, I like it. Is I like it, good it mixed. together. Yeah, cool. You know, it'd go good with this. <laughs> <laughs> a lime wedge. Would a, a lemon wedge. A lemon wedge go well with this. <laughs> I like it bubbly. Yeah, I agree. Everything's better carbonated. Everything's better bubbly. Okay. I wish we could recreate the apple slushy. I really want mm. one now. What if you just took like that juice and blended it with ice? Wouldn't yeah. that be the same thing? Well, then it gets watered down with the ice. You know, like as it melts. Then you're going to have watered-down juice. Yeah, but didn't the slushy melt in 100-degree heat, too? Yeah, but it was pure juice. Oh, that is frozen. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So you could freeze that then and then blend it in a blender, yeah. right? Wouldn't that be the same thing? Yeah. Make, like, ice cubes out of that and blend it? Right. Yes, we could do that. That would be good. I'm just jealous <laughs> I, I didn't get a taste I of slushy. I bet there is a slushy machine we could buy, though. I had one when I was really little. <laughs> Do you remember like the little Snoopy slushy machine? The peanut, you know, the peanuts. You mm. could make your own like Slurpee. It was like this mm. tiny crappy little thing like the Easy Bake Oven. Right. But I it didn't. was like a Slurpee machine. I had no toys yeah. until we moved here. And then I had like two right. toys. You had like rocks and sticks <laughs> and a ball well, and jacks. I had a Care Bear cousin. Oh. I had a what is that? Is the cousin to the Care Bears? He was a raccoon. But it was a Care Bear. Yeah. But, oh, okay. So there's the Care Bears, and then the Care Bear cousins. Like, I never knew they had cousins. Braveheart the lion. Oh, they're all Care Bears to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, okay. So there they're not was bears, a lion. But... So mine was the raccoon, and I really liked him because I could hold him by the tail and swing him around. <laughs> you mean child? And then hit my sister with him. <laughs> 
Nice. And now he I had see. like the hard eyes and nose. So he hit her in the tooth. <laughs> she got hit in the face. I she actually, <laughs> I actually you used a Care Bear to hit your sister. A Care Bear of all <laughs> toys. I actually sprained her wrist twice doing that. You sprained her wrist yeah, hitting her with your Care Bear, her and she fell backwards trying to defend herself, oh, and she against fell your her care wrist. Bear. Two different times. How do you fall and fracture your wrist from a Care Bear? Was she that frightened or were you just like helicopter blackout yes. rage? Yes. <laughs> she you stole have... your candy or something. I, you've seen my pictures. Yes. I was terrified with my permed face. <laughs> yes, you were. Imagine that coming at you. That alone a, would break a, my wrist. A spinning Care Bear cousin. No. <laughs> And a banshee chic. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God, God, I found your picture. Oh, you did? Where the, was it? It was in my file cabinet. Justin was like, where are you putting this? <laughs> no, I think I put it in there so it wouldn't get, like, scrunched. <laughs> for protecting this for, for future use. Uh, yeah, I actually have a file that just says, keep this. <laughs> It's in there. Oh my god, that is like the best school picture I've ever I taken in my so life. I was so excited to find that. I'm glad. I didn't know where it went. We I both know. looked for it. I looked for it. I so I do really like the grape juice mixed with the lime. Yeah, it's good. Thing. You taste the lime now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I do. It's super good. Yeah. It's really good. Now that it's cold. Mm-hmm. I told you it makes a difference <clears throat> if it's cold or yeah, not. Yeah, that's true. It's gross when it's not cold. Okay. Should we talk about the news? We shall. Um, so I haven't been looking at the news because it started to really stress me out. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, when the world was about to go into war and then Australia started burning, I was like... We're all going to hell. <laughs> I think I'll just check out of the news for a while because um yeah Netflix and chill it is (laughs) I was just too stressed out so um we decided to just talk about animals in the news because that's usually a little bit more exciting some uplifting news well hopefully a couple of I don't know a couple stories can like Pull at the heartstrings, but yeah. they're still good endings. Yeah. So, who do you want to go first? No, you go ahead. Okay. Let's see. Um, I kind of want to. My favorite story. I kind of want to. The googly eyes. Oh my god! I got it. I wanted to maybe save her for last, but I have to talk about her. She's the best. Okay. So, it came across. Um, I don't know. I think I Midnight saw it on career. Instagram. Um, and it was, I think, a Washington Post article or some sort of news source that alerted me to this story. But there is a husky named Jubilee. <laughs> and she is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, she is. So she was dumped by her breeder mm. for looking weird. Hmm. Um, so Jubilee is a four-year-old husky currently staying, well, she's, since this has articles posted, she got adopted. 
Um, but she was ditched by a breeder who said he couldn't sell the dog because she looked weird. It's true that Jubilee does look a little different from your usual husky. Her eyes are closer to give give her a slightly worried expression. That's putting, slightly. That's putting it mildly. She looks horrified all the time. <laughs> so she has the biggest googly eyes. Like you just slapped on stickers on a dog. I've never seen. Sticker Look googly eyes. Look at her face with her tongue yeah, out. It's the best. It's like the she, googly eyes from your fridge were yes. slapped on a dog. <laughs> she might be the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Like even better than Grumpy Cat. As yeah. much as I loved Grumpy yeah, Cat. Yeah, you did. This freaking dog is making my heart so happy. It's the new Grumpy Cat. <laughs> she she is. And she's been adopted. Which is good. From what good. I understand. She's really pretty. So it says she has these bright ice blue googly eyes for those who can't see her yet. <laughs> we'll put pictures of her. Oh, so she, yeah, she um, was adopted on the nineteenth of January. So that story posted on the sixteenth, and like her. Um, so if you go to the website of the rescue organization, it's like it shows a. Do you know what state or country? It's New Jersey. Oh, okay. She was in New Jersey. Um, there's a lot of need for huskies in New Jersey. It's not like they can go sledding anywhere. Yeah, That's weird. They're, they're big mushers yeah. <laughs> in the garden state. <laughs> they love traffic. Oh my God. Um, okay. I can't find the rescue organization website right now, but, um, so she was posted on the rescue site, um, just a few days ago and she was adopted today. It looks like. Today's the 19th, yeah. Breaking news. Um, so I'm just really happy for Jubilee. Um, oh, wait, six days ago. She was, okay. But she's been adopted. Ever since this story posted, she was adopted. And she is. Which is good, because then you'd have a third dog. <laughs> uh, yeah. Monmouth County. Where's that? I don't know. Huh. Probably somewhere in New Jersey. Yeah. The musher state. <laughs> the musher state, as we all know. <laughs> New Jerseyans. Oh, I watched. So I signed up <laughs> for Disney Plus uh-huh. because my kids were begging for it. Really? They seem a bit old for Disney. That's what I thought. <laughs> Is it expensive? Um, So it's $7 a month. Oh, that's not bad. Um, yeah, I thought they were a little old for it, but they've been like re-watching the shows they used to watch when Aww, they were little kids. Nostalgic. Um, yeah, and it's actually really weird, but kind of funny, but whatever. Um, but Disney, because they own Star Wars now, so all the Star Wars oh. on there, and like the new Star Wars series That's called why you The Mandalorian. <laughs> um, and then they have all the old Disney cartoons and Disney movies and... But over Christmas, on Christmas Day, they um, there's a movie that they made just for the Disney Plus channel starring Willem Dafoe. Okay. The Hobgoblin. Oh, yeah. The, the Green, Green Goblin, Goblin guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was a good goblin. Mm-hmm. But he is in this movie called um, Togo. Oh, my God. I watched that over oh the Christmas. Oh, my God. Did you cry? I cried like I four different times like, throughout the movie. I was like, I sat there on Christmas Day because we have that TV in our playroom now. Yeah. 
So I put a card table and I put my puzzle out. Yeah. And I sat there and I just was like crying and doing my puzzle. That's the best movie oh I've seen God. in the longest time. I was sobbing. Yeah, so was my friend. looking at me like, yes. Aw, as I guess. That yes. was beautiful. Yeah. He's a true hero. Yeah. And there's a whole yeah. line of husbands. Yes. Him and he was just yeah. around. Like, and I you was. Have tissues all soaked. <clears throat> I was a freaking mess. I was, yeah. Oh my God. I'm so glad you watched that. Yes. I loved that movie. I mean, nothing uh. really. Not many movies keep my attention the whole mm-hmm. way through because I'm very easily distracted even by my own mind. But yeah. that, I was glued. I know. When to he's the TV. like. The ice is breaking. Yes. I was like, run, Togo, run. I was like, so Yeah. Out. I thought he was just going to like throw Togo on the other side and like let him go and like save the dogs and die. So I didn't think oh he was God. like having Togo like pull the icebergs pull. back together. Oh my God, Togo. And then Togo. it's a true story. I yeah. I, I, I'm not a crier. You know me. I'm not I super know. emotional and I'm not, I can't think of another movie that's made me cry even though there has been, but yeah, for me to cry four different times during a movie is a lot. But my friend Rena, who I was staying with, we watched it with her and her husband and her two little kids that are three and four. And she, at the end of the movie, she was like full on boo-hooing, red yeah. face, red eyes. And even her kids are like, are you okay, mommy? I know. Like, I was like swollen eyes. Yeah. I was, Bumblebee, stung, I was stung eyes. a mess. Yeah. yeah. So no. I'm glad you watched that movie. Yes. Because that's what I was thinking of when I saw this little dog pop up on my Instagram. I was like, oh, husky. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, Togo would be so proud. Yes, I know. And Togo was such a pretty dog. Oh, God. Just such a different looking husky yeah. or whatever mix it was. I'm not sure, but it was beautiful. Yeah. I loved how when he was a puppy, how he always wanted to go with them. When he was running with yeah. the big dog. And he would find any, he would break out of yes. like the most places that you wouldn't think like he was such yeah. a smart dog oh my god I know I uh, loved it uh, dude that and I that it was a true story and like that's the only way they could get like vaccination medicine or antibiotics or something yeah. to the dying children in this Nome Alaska I think the town yeah, was yeah it was in Nome yeah and I guess that they have a statue of the wrong dog because oh yeah in Central Park or yeah something they instead said? of Togo it's, it's Balto the, yeah the other Disney movie yes Balto yes because Balto was like the dog who took it for like the last 20 miles or something if that yeah. more like two feet yeah. yeah and then the press was there waiting and yeah exactly yeah. so for everyone that has not seen that movie even if you're not you don't think a Disney movie would be of interest it is one of the best made movies it was gorgeous yes yes the landscape gorgeous like it made me want to move to alaska even though i hate the cold yeah me too and the dark and so i was like this is not a good idea rachel (laughs) cinematography was amazing absolutely gorgeous yeah and i loved whoever played the wife yes she is so good and so beautiful like so beautiful and so strong yeah I loved I loved her yeah and it was amazing like that when when they changed the plan after he left to go what was it like 200 miles or something no them alone I think they did like 240 miles just them and Mm -hmm. all the other sled teams that participated in the relay race I think a max ran like 20 to 35 miles and Mm -hmm. their sled ran like 240 so 
Um, but this guy left before they he knew about the relay race. Oh, right. That yes. they, he thought he was just going to this point to pick up the medicine. <clears throat> so they changed the game plan after that because the weather got so bad, I guess. Yeah. So he didn't realize that relay a dog sled team was coming to meet him and you know in alaska in that wilderness like what are the chances that two sled teams will meet up there's a thousand different ways for them to miss each other and that they did like just amazed me that that was a true story that they found each other in the wilderness somehow i know it's crazy i loved it i cried yes there's so many dogs in it yeah, and the Huskies are my, have always been my favorite dog since I was little. I think they're the prettiest dog yeah. ever, personally. They're Fisher's favorite dog, too. He they're wants sweet. to get a Husky when he grows up. I don't blame them. Yeah. They both have the same amount of energy. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Fisher sweet. could be a lead sled dog. Yeah, he energy. could. Remember when he was little and the back of his feet would kick his butt when he ran? Do you remember that? He would run so hard and so fierce. His chubby little cankles would like smack his butt cheeks when he ran. I do remember that. That's hilarious. So when I think of Fisher, that's always what I picture. But he would always like turn his head and like talk to you while he's running. Yeah. And then he would run into like a door or a wall. Like Bam Bam. He's a little Bam Bam. Oh, man. So that was my first happy animal story. I love it. Okay. Um, How about you? My next story is from uh, the NBC Channel 6 in South Florida. It's about a baby koala that was born at the Miami Zoo, and they named him um, Hope in honor of the Australia wildfire victims. So the baby was born last year, I guess, in May, May 30th of 2019, but it just emerged from its mama's pouch. Now, I didn't know koalas had pouches. I thought it was just kangaroos. No, so that koalas and wallabies and I think wombats. What's a wombat? It's like another marsupial, I think. Does it look like a kangaroo? No. Oh. No. You know, possums are marsupials too. They are? They have uh, pockets? I don't know. What's it called? Pouch? Pouch. I don't know. I don't know if all marsupials have a pouch. There's a possum that's always at my front door. Ugh, I hate possums. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're so super gross. ugly. They're yeah. so gross. And they're so blind. Yeah. <laughs> He's like <laughs> just <laughs> running into the door. Yes, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay, sorry. No, not about ugly marsupials, but <laughs> about pretty ones. So um, I guess, the, like I said, the birth took place in May last year, and it was the first time in nearly three decades a koala has been <gasps> successful like successfully given birth at a zoo oh my god 30 at years any zoo that's what they're saying wow yeah that's amazing yeah i guess the baby's doing well and bonding well with its mother and i guess they're saying that um i guess the birth is all the other koalas that have given birth i guess they just haven't uh survived it apparently Aww. in the last 28 years is what they're saying like they don't like the babies don't do well in the pouch I, or something i guess so yeah apparently um so they're saying that about a half a billion half a billion with a b animals are estimated to have died already as a result of the recent wildfires in australia Hmm. um some species such as kangaroos wallabies and emus can Uh run away from the flames but koalas are not blessed with speed and they want to stay close to where there's trees right yeah so their probably first instinct would to be climb higher yes which is bad 
and they feed on eucalyptus. That's like the only thing they eat, right? Right, I guess so. And the irony is, is that eucalyptus is an incredibly flammable tree, apparently. Because oh, it's so dry? I guess so. And so they burn very quickly. And the koalas aren't fast, oh. so they can't outrun the fire. So I guess a lot of, the, more than any other animal, koalas have taken the brunt of oh. the that's fatalness so that's going on over there. I know. So they've named him Hope. In honor of those animals, yeah. I did see, um, maybe you saw this too, like two months ago I saw a video on the news of a woman saving a koala out of a a wildfire that was Mm -hmm. burning. I think it was in Australia a couple months ago. And it was very badly burnt. And so she took her shirt off and got it out of the tree and wrapped it in a shirt and took it to a vet you know, nearby to help it, but it didn't survive. I guess Aww. it was burnt too badly, but she was running through flames <clears throat> to save this koala and Excuse took her me. shirt off Aww. and she only had a bra on. Yeah. And I just thought that I was would, so sweet and heroic. I would have done the same right? thing. Right? I know. I, I've i seen some of the pictures and video of the burned animals and like there was a burned koala who was just like crying. Oh. Like, like with its little big, you know, they've got the big noses. Yeah. It hurts my heart. I ha- I've had a a couple severe severe burns when I was younger, yeah. and I've never had pain. And me and you have hurt ourselves a lot, especially <laughs> you. It runs in your family, apparently. Um, but nothing has ever hurt me like a severe it's burn. Like a pain that just does not subside. No, like it's even after it's done burning. Yeah, it, it's so painful. I don't. Yeah, it's like you you don't get relief. No. From it, I can't even imagine the like. That's so. I'm not afraid of death, but I am afraid of like how you die, pain before death. Yes, me and too. Being burned, like being stuck in a burning car or something, that's like one of my greatest fears. Yeah, that'd be the worst way to go. And honestly, I would recovering from that might even be worse. Like you yeah. hear about these people, like the poor firefighter who was caught. Remember, there's like four or five firefighters up um, Twist River who died by my grandma's and house. One guy survived. Who survived, and half of his face is like melted. <sighs> yeah, poor. Yes, bless his heart. Yeah, like I can't even imagine no. the mental strength it must take to survive that. Right, because like, then it's all the surgery and the skin grafts that they have mm-hmm. to take from other areas of your body. Yeah. And, oh my god! Like Donovan's friend, whose hand um, was blown off. Um, he had extensive burns on his hand and up his arm. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because the um, he it was an accident, but um, firework went off in his hand. Right. And it it's a it's basically like a mini bomb. Like there's, right. There's black powder in those right. things, and so it went off in his hand, and it's like this intense searing heat. And it burned a good part of his arm. Oh, I didn't know and that. And his hand. Oh. And he had to have, um, like, burn treatment and skin grafts and stuff, too, on his injuries. And God. he was in so much pain. So much pain. Yeah, that's a pain that, that he, I don't think painkillers could really touch he, much. Yeah, he was, he went through a lot in his recovery. And he's still recovering. Like, he had to have reconstructive surgery on his eardrums because the sound um, busted his eardrums yeah, both yeah. of them mm-hmm. oh wow yeah like he but the burnt like i just remember visiting him in the hospital and just like that oh. pain just doesn't 
subside. Like right. it just is like a throbbing, every mm-hmm. heartbeat. Yes. You feel it. Yes. You're absolutely right. It's not like a broken bone where they can set it. And then if you like happen to put weight on it or something. It hurt, yeah. But it's like just. This, There's nothing you can do to relieve the pain. I in think a burn. it has to do with um, the nerves. The nerves. It's got to have something to do because we have so many nerves. Right. In our skin tissue. Right. So my heart breaks for all those people who have been killed in those fires who are now have burn injuries in those fires yeah and then to like see it on an animal who can't like reason it out like right you can't explain it to them right or like a little kid oh yes agreed there oh like it's so heartbreaking i think fire is probably one of the more terrifying things agreed that and like a grizzly bear (laughs) those are like the two ways i don't want to (laughs) go slow painful death have you seen the satellite image of australia how they did a before and after and like three-fourths of the island is completely brown it's a continent or yeah thank you the the continent um is completely brown yeah like when you see the before and after images from space it's a it's crazy it's shocking yeah it looks like almost the whole island burned it's nuts and that's a beautiful place yeah, I just, so Rachel, when she lived in Australia, she told me that she got to pet a koala bear. I remember her saying that. And she said it was the softest thing she's Aww. ever felt in her life. Yeah, she said, she, I think she said she got to hold one. Yeah. I'm so jealous of that. I am so jealous of that. <laughs> We're going to Australia right <laughs> it now. It wasn't for my terrifying fear of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go there and fight the fires. Which, like, eight of like the deadliest fighters right in the world live and they're like Australia. 50 times bigger there because <laughs> like, it's so tropical I know. I'm just yeah like, I'm... so if someone handed you first class ticket and all expenses oh, paid trip go. to australia i would go but i would, swear i swear i would go but i would be looking in my shoes you'd have to take a lot of xanax with you <laughs> i'd be looking in my shoes all the time in your sheets in my sheets yeah under the toilet <laughs> like i wouldn't poor thing i'd wear like boots <laughs> Outside, like if we were the like duct in the tape out, on the top, in the outback or something, I'd yeah. make sure I'm wear like long pants and boots. Oh yeah, of course. I wouldn't want a they spider. They hide under the sand yeah, and they like, like, cover themselves with sand. Yeah, and jump well, up and eat you. I remember for Rachel's wedding, she had um, they had a couple friends from Australia like come to their wedding, and one of the guys, Barno, he was he works in construction, and he said that they would have to like it's just part of the job. You like you have to look where you're digging. Make sure you're not like digging into one of those like burrowing spiders nests. Like it's <gasps> just part of the job. Like you just have <gasps> to look out for spiders. Gross. <sighs> and I know there are spiders in Africa, but I think I've blocked out all my <laughs> memories of spiders. Or maybe in that's why you're so terrified. The only memory I have of a spider is seeing a dead tarantula. Ooh. And I have memories of the other bugs. Like, I played with all the other bugs. Like, I played with the rhinoceros beetles. (laughs) I knew to keep away from the centipedes. There were things like... centipedes. There was bugs everywhere. I remember the cockroaches. Like, I remember the bugs, but I have one memory of spiders, which to me means I've, like, blocked out. Oh, yeah. For sure. Definitely. I don't like spiders either, but... If it's me and you and you're like, lay down a spider, I'll kill it for okay, you. Okay, thank you. Well, I have in the past. I know. When Justin wasn't around. 
<laughs> now my kids are older, so they kill the spiders for me. <laughs> my brother's such a jerk. He microwaved a spider when we were teenagers. Now that, so I don't like they spiders. They blow up. But I don't like that. Torturing animals. I don't yeah. like that. I think he wanted to know what would happen. Mm. I don't think he knew exactly that would be the ending. That would be another awful way to yes. go. Microwave. Get a microwave. Agreed. Oh, that'd be terrible. I watched a movie over my vacation about... Uh, a movie at the end the bad guy was paralyzed from the neck down and then the doctor stuck his head in a microwave and killed him that way what movie yeah. were you watching it was called the last house on the left it was actually a good movie until like the end that i was like because they like raped and shot their daughter and left her for dead and then they knocked on their door and said, oh, we wrecked our car, even though they didn't. And they didn't know who each other were. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they gave them a place to stay because they they have no car. And the storm made the power go out. And so the phone lines were down. So, like, well, it's bad out there. You can stay the night. And so while they were all sleeping, the daughter crawled out of the lake <gasps> shot because she was, like, a marathon swimmer or whatever. And, like was able to communicate who did this to them and they realized it's the guests they have staying in their house and so the dad just took vengeance out because they like brutally hurt her and you know Whoa. so anyways it was a good movie until like the microwave scene <laughs> oh god yeah that's um but i didn't blame the dad for you know taking vengeance yeah i don't i can't handle movies like that it's pretty good yeah it was cheesy. It was like a you know a low budget yeah. movie, but no, Audrey and Justin love like I like suspense. Yeah, they love movies. Like I don't that. like horror and gore, but I like yeah. suspense. I have a hard time with suspense because I get so stressed. Yes, out. you do. What are they gonna do, Lisa? What are they doing? My hands get so sweaty. Yeah, I make you tell me spoilers. Yeah, otherwise I freak out. Sometimes I lie to you, so yeah, <laughs> so you don't. Yeah, and so you don't, and so I don't give it away. Yeah, and you're like, what? You lied to me. <laughs> well, I definitely like I cannot watch those movies alone. Like I could never watch that movie alone. Really? No. I'd oh. have to have someone with me oh. so I could like exclaim out to someone <laughs> and have someone calm me down. Oh, Rachel. I'd have to. You're so special. But I can watch like, like I can watch true crime documentaries. Right. No problem on my own. Yeah. And listen to their podcasts. Yeah. But maybe I think it's like the elements of the suspense, like purposely getting you stressed out. Like yeah. getting you afraid. Right. It's not like a documentary. Right. Type. It's not yeah. like facts being right. repeated back right. to you. Yeah. Because me and you really get into the movies when we like oh them. It's God. like we're there I... in the movie watching what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And I, yeah, I frequently cry in movies. <laughs> so Aww. I also, my emotions get very strong. And I, <laughs> I'm getting stressed out thinking about yes, this. Yes, I can tell your body's, like your shoulders are up to your ears right now. <laughs> You're so tense. Calm down. I can't. It's so, yeah. No, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm usually like, what are they going to do? Why? <laughs> Why did she do that? Yes. Everyone knows not to go in that door. Yeah. Or yeah. like, um, uh, one of probably one of the last sort of suspenseful movies I watched was the one with Jeremy Renner where he's like a sheriff or his, it's on an, um reservation 
There's oh, like and a, they're looking for the young girl. Yeah, like this, where it's all in the snow, and there's a girl. Missing. Something river. Yeah, white yeah. river. Yeah, that I think right? that's it. I think that's it. Well, that was a good movie. It was super good. Yeah, and I was watching it with Justin and my brother-in-law, and I he'd never watched a movie. Before. Oh Lord, <laughs> is this the one in Portland? Yeah, and I was just like, why, why are they doing like I, you know, the yeah. whole like when they're beating the boyfriend up yeah i yeah he didn't enjoy watching a movie with me no just say that That that's a good movie it was really really sad yes oh my god very sad yeah but it brought attention to good things because that stuff happens all the time god for indigenous women and yeah i'm still doing research on the highway of tears and it's there's so much I want to say there was like a breaking news story about that recently or I listened to a podcast that talked about it hmm. about some tragedy that happened near there I forget there is so much I've watched two documentaries I'm halfway through the book and there's just so much oh you've watched documentaries on it mm-hmm. will you forward those to me I had to buy one. Oh, okay but I can let you borrow it and then there was I can't remember where the other one but I'll yeah, find I'd them. love to see that um yeah there's so much yeah, it's like there. the demonic demon highway of hell. Well, I don't know what it is about that place, but it's, it's bad the seclusion. news. But there's a lot of secluded highways. There's just a lot of secluded yeah. roads. What what is it about that road? I don't know. And it's like what isn't it like a seventy or eighty mile stretch of road that it keeps happening Not on? Not all of a lot of it is. Um, like gravel so you wouldn't be able to drive that fast on it i don't think but no no no, not speed limit but the stretch oh like 70 or 80 miles of where the main uh you know doesn't always take place in this specific specific spot it's this one road this long ass road and it happens along this road right well it takes no it takes place along the whole highway right that's what i'm saying it's like a long stretch of road yeah but it's like a two or three hundred mile right right from the coast to inland right so it's not one specific town Mm -hmm. or or county it's It's just just this road and i think because it's like um it's like a truck road trucker road road. um and there's a lot of hitchhiking because the um province doesn't have bus service there's like really limited bus service and so frustrating one of the documentaries there was actually like a task force assigned and to the highway no well to the case oh okay of all the cases there's officially like 14 open cases but there's that's it there's more than that but that's the official there's been like 60 or 70 (sighs) known murders there yes the whole thing is very frustrating but back like 15 years ago the province there was a recommendation made to the province saying the this is what you need to do to um, put a end or at least put a um like lessen the number of victims and hitchhikers yeah and they said one of those was to put in reliable and usable bus service because a lot of these women are forced to hitchhike in order to get to the doctor right in the next town over or whatever and there are a lot of like first nations indigenous people Mm -hmm. from like reservations local right yeah and guess what hasn't happened no bus service yeah Right. Nothing has been done. Because taxpayers aren't going to pay 
because there's a lot of racism and still. The, the most frustrating thing is this wasn't even brought to the media's attention until like one of the missing and murdered women happened to be a, a white girl who was visiting the area when was this this was like 10 15 years ago was she canadian yeah she oh. was canadian but she just happened to be like she's kind of like on a I think she was like on a nature, like hiking type oh. of vacation or like went up to go see a friend who had moved there and happened to just be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And so because her family was from out of the area, they like kicked up a fuss and the media got wind of it. But nobody, had, but there'd been dozens of girls before. Right. And the white couple that I reported on like six months ago mm-hmm. from Australia or the guy was from yeah. Australia. They got crazy news which is great like everybody deserves that level of news coverage i'm not saying that they shouldn't get news coverage but i haven't seen any news coverage of any indigenous women that have been killed personally i've never seen any of that Mm -mm. not unless you look for it right like you have to look for it yeah and then it shows up right um so very very frustrating for those families agreed and um I don't even know how we got on this topic, but I could go on and on about this forever. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know either. So speaking of northern climates, on Kodiak Island, here's going back to animals, and and bears in the news. Bears in the news. And that's north Alaska? Northwest Alaska? I don't know. I don't okay. know where Kodiak Island is. Okay. It is in Alaska, though. Um, Look at this giant. Look at that bear face. It's huge. Cute. That he's is so big. cute, but he's huge. I know that the Coast Guard has to train extra hard. pound bear. Damn, that's an extra half large Half a ton. Bear. That's half a ton. Because it should be hibernating. Mm-hmm. I know that the Coast Guard in Kodiak <laughs> has to uh, train the people that are going to be stationed there extra and they have to be there of uh, the elite class to be able to wow. work on Kodiak Island. Wow. Well, there is a whole bear named or is the island yeah. named after the bear or is the bear named after the island? I highly doubt the bear. Um, but Kodiak the bears island. are a type of brown bear. They're not grizzly bears. But they're bears. huge. They're freaking huge. Yeah, they're huge. Okay. Aren't they like the largest bear? No, I think polar bears are. Oh, well, I meant besides that one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so residents fear Kodiak bears that aren't hibernating. Um, so there's a 30. Um, okay. So basically the bears this time of year are usually hibernating and there's a few who are not. And then there's two particular bears who are not hibernating And instead, they're spending their winter just digging through the dumpsters and the trash. And this comes from KTVA. This must be like a local Alaska channel. Um, And they say they're not hibernating because it's too warm? I don't know why these bears aren't hiding, hibernating. Um, It's concerning to this group that we have bears in residential neighborhoods. Tucker said he's the guy who caught the bear on the camera. They're not only opening cars. Remember we were talking about this, how they learned how to open the car door? Yeah. They're breaking into cars. They're getting into the porches, and they're going through very condensed residential neighborhoods. 
Um, two bears in particular are spotted nearly every night checking out dumpsters and going through trash. Well, here's the problem. On this island, for some reason, known for its bears, nobody has bear-proof dumpsters or cans. Right. So it's just like open buffet right. all night. Right. And bears can smell for miles oh and it God. attracts them. Yeah. Their sense of smell is better than a bloodhound from what right. I understand. Right. I've heard that too. Um, so one of the issues that we're struggling with is the trash issue, specifically the roll carts. Um, and this is... What's a roll cart? The, you know, the, like the rolling dumpsters? Oh, yeah, yeah. the single can. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nathan Svoboda, he's from Fish and Wildlife, Fish and Game, a biologist. Um, they're basically just portable feeding containers. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and the said bear resistant cans and dumpsters are coming to the island in july like how long has this been going on like i feel like this this coming july like in six months yeah what? but they're hoping to get them sooner but seriously like that should be part of the building codes or something yes, county the municipal codes yes to be required like you should be required to have a bear resistant can if you live in this area yeah do you know what those look like have you ever seen them at parks like state parks and stuff no. you're they're like heavy duty um metal are they like the square box like the large ones yeah and they're usually like bolted to the ground okay and then the lid you have to like have like one thing like you have to have a double mechanism to open the lid and put it in got like it. like you have to squeeze one thing and like lift another in order for the lid to open up or the slot and is it a metal lid <clears throat> yeah Oh, okay. It's a metal lit. So it's like, yeah. So what's the problem? I don't what is know. their deal? I don't know why this wouldn't be like required. I would think anybody that lives in the wild like that would I already would, have that I would, as a responsible citizen. I would opt for that if it was me living yeah. in this area. Why do you want to attract bears? Um, so basically these two bears who are the main concern, the short-term problem is, uh, the short-term solution for this problem is that these two bears have to be put down. Oh, again, because mm-hmm. of stupid human beings, the bears have to pay for it. Yeah. So, I mean, I get that it's scary to have a bear in your backyard. I get that. But the fact of the matter is, is like we're moving into their territory more right. and more. Right. And if you're going to live there, you should have bear. You should just have bear cans and you should not keep food in your car. Yeah. How much does it cost the taxpayers to, for people to come in and hunt down these bears and put them down and all the cost of that as opposed to just getting a new garbage can? I don't know. Stupid. It's, yeah. It, it makes me angry. I agree. It's irresponsible. <sighs> yeah. And that's sad that the bears have to, you know, that's just not not right. I know. Well, and then, like, they just, they adapt their behavior because of our the choices we're right. making. Right, right. You know, if we, if they, the residents were in the habit of like having these cans or like keep having these types of cans behind your garage door. And so it was like the less, like the, there would be no reason for the bears to be coming in every night. Right, right. Like there is. Yeah. It's just like why you don't feed animals in the wild because otherwise they get out of the habit of foraging for themselves and then. Right. It's bad. So it's. 
And I bet you some of these owners of these houses have probably left food out for the bears on purpose. Like, oh, let's, you want to see a bear, little Mickey? Come on. Like my freaking neighbor who we had like years ago who was feeding the raccoons cat food off of his back porch. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> when my 10 ducks were murdered by raccoons? Yeah. That was because the neighbor didn't have a cat. He was just in the habit of putting cat food out every night. So for this, the raccoons. For the raccoons. And this fucking family of raccoons moved into my neighborhood, had babies, and then ripped the heads off of my ducks. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm that's sorry. why all, like, I lost 10 ducks in, I know. like, Puddles. a matter of... I know. Puddles. It got so bad you just stopped naming your ducks. I know. Because it's too heartbreaking. I didn't name the last two that Chrissy brought home. I know. Because it's, and I didn't get attached to them. I mean, I raised those ducks. Remember how they would like follow us, like, and eat your Christmas cookies? (laughs) Yeah. They'd come to the door and want cookies. Yep. They sit there. Yeah. So cute. But that's because my fucking neighbor was feeding the raccoons because he thought they were cute. How'd you find this out? Um, he tell you we were talking to another neighbor um and they their couple of their chickens had been killed by raccoons Ah. and then they realized that this guy was putting they confronted him and told him to knock it off he didn't and we ended up um just shooting the raccoons seriously on our property yeah with like a 22 pellet Mm -hmm. gun yeah, we took we took out the whole family within like a week. Wow, three baby raccoons. I mean, it oh, was, I couldn't shoot a baby it raccoon. It was traumatizing. I couldn't do it. But did were, you shoot him? No, Donovan. No, Justin and Aaron. Oh, yeah, it was traumatizing. But they were like, yeah, so I know. aggressive because they were used to coming up to the house and get food. Right. And well, the other thing that happened is this guy foreclosed on his house and so he moved out so uh, then they came over to our property right looking for food right what a and dick. i have th- three kids and an aggressive family of raccoons like one time they were in our cherry tree and i was afraid to leave the house Aww. because they were like right by my by my door and you feel like they would attack you well they were super aggressive they were hissing at us through the oh you my know, the god glass, you yeah know, the glass window yeah they were hissing at us Oh my they're God. in my cherry tree eating my rainier cherries <laughs> and they're hissing at me rainier cherries are precious yeah so i was like we have to kill these raccoons because they're now yeah used to coming up to people's back porches expecting, expecting food, food yep. and they get aggressive when they don't get it right that's true i don't blame you i would have done the same thing so we had to do that that sucks and i i mean yeah that's where this town is like they now have two giant aggressive bears looking for food right because they're in the habit of coming to town to find food and they should be hibernating and they're not because they don't need to because they have an open buffet every night yeah right. there's no need to hibernate and conserve your calories right because they don't have to right it's just kind of crazy that they've changed they've literally changed the behavior they've evolved so much yeah yeah i agree it's messed up okay so, how many more stories do you have? Um, I only have one. Okay. I only have, well, let me take a look. I have, um, Frick, I have something in my eye. Uh-oh, I saw that. You're going to have to cut this part out. I apologize. Excuse me. I'm also burping into the mic. Burp. Um, I think I have 
Oh, I have one more cute okay. one. Yeah. Okay, so our next story is about the curviest model ever. Oh. Uh, the cur- a human animal. Yes, a human animal. She's beautiful. Uh, her, her name is Hunter McGrady. I think that's kind of cool for a girl. Yeah. Never heard a girl's name Hunter, and she's there beautiful. Was another actress from like she's really popular in the '90s. I want to say her name was Hunter Milo. Something really? like that. Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this Hunter McGrady is a supermodel, and uh. She posted on Instagram like this fearless swimsuit photo that I showed you mm-hmm. earlier and captioned it, uh, cellulite is cool because like her arms and her butt and her thighs have tons of cellulite, but she's like beautiful and super curvy. Um, I guess she's like a size 16, 18. Um, she's 26 and she was once named Sports Illustrated curviest model ever. And she posted um, this photo of her in this black one piece and says, um, I'm just going to read you her caption. It says, because cellulite is cool too. Bodies are meant to change with you, move a little different, and look a little different, she wrote. She also said, we're so predisposed as humans to want to go with the grain and change ourselves to fit inside a pristine box in order to be accepted. Real change happens outside of our comfort zones. Isn't that the truth? So many of us let fear hold us back from doing things we love or loving ourselves because we think we won't measure up. And I just I just loved that she said that because that's just so true. Like we get into our heads and allow fear to control us mm-hmm. and tell us what we lack or what we aren't. And it's not true. It, like uh Remember that saying, fear, the acronym, like false evidence appearing real? Have you ever heard Mm -hmm. that saying? Yeah. I just, like, I feel like with women and insecurity, I feel like that's so true. I I know my niece, what she sees in the mirror isn't what I see when I look at her. And I think a lot of us, if not all all of us, suffer from that. Yeah. Um, And I think it's especially hard on girls. Especially because the media targets, marketing targets us, you know. Um, And and anyway, so she's also appeared on the cover of the wedding magazine, The Knot, because she recently got married this summer. And her husband's like this tall, super handsome dude. He's like super hot. And um, she's just like, she wore this, she said wedding dress shopping was a challenge because everyone's like, oh, you should have a high neckline or you should not you know, make sure you have sleeves, cover up the cellulite on your arms. And she's like, I want something that is tight and sexy and has see-through lace. And, and she just did what she wanted to do and wore what she thought was hot and beautiful. And, um, I want to see her cover. Yeah. So a Hunter McGrady with a D, um, the knot cover. And if you see the wedding dress she wore, it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was tight and she looked amazing. And she's just she has, she's unapologetic. She doesn't care. She's healthy. Um, Ooh, that's a gorgeous dress, right? Wow. And she's a big girl, so she's five eleven. So she's an inch taller than I am, and she's two hundred and thirty eight pounds. So she's about yeah, an inch taller than me, and about twenty pounds heavier than I am. Fifteen twenty pounds, depending on the day, I guess. Um, and I know what it's like to be tall and to be curvy. I've never been 
thin or skinny or, and, um, as I got older, I just stopped caring. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to wear, you, don't tell me not to wear heels because I'm 5'10". I don't care. Right. Like, I'm just going to be me and do me. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Well, it's like, do what makes the other people around you feel better. And it's like, why? 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 But we're taught that to yeah. be like that. Yeah. Especially women, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. The whole... Uh, subservient no but what was the training that we talked about oh yeah the, the corporate training yeah like don't face men directly sit kind of sideways don't show them. skin because it makes them think Distra- of sex the distracting skin yeah your skin is your forearms yeah like it's all like do what's gonna make the insecure perverted bastards make feel better yeah instead of forcing them to change yeah how they think change yourself to accommodate others no yeah. no like, god made us all individual we're all unique none of us are the same and that's for a reason and just own that i really like um i like this open back one oh that's right yeah so pretty. that's the dress she wore to her reception and then the oh, sleeveless um the, you know the first the, one with the, the see, knot the, the see-through the key, yeah what do they call that a keyhole i think is what they call that when you have a, a open back no uh, in the front oh yeah i don't know yeah, what they I call that a, i think it's a keyhole yeah let me see yes that's what she wore at her wedding the actual ceremony and then the other one was the reception okay. dress um but yeah this chick is just awesome and she she went on to say like people ask like how did you get to feeling beautiful regardless of your size and have this confidence and she's now going to be on the cover of some uh sports illustrated for her fourth time oh wow yeah way to go right and i remember back in the day when sports illustrated wouldn't shoot tyra banks because they said she was too uh-huh. heavy I remember and she's that. never been heavy no so mcgrady um goes on to say that she has stood for promoting this fearless image and just not caring since she started so since since she stopped dieting as a young model at 15 years old and a size four she was told to lose weight by industry professionals a size four at five foot eleven at 15 years old she was told to lose weight can you imagine me a size four i would i've never been below like a size nine or ten that's the smallest jeans and that's when i was running all the time with you that's the smallest jeans i've ever fit into and even that, like, I can't imagine dropping that much more weight. Well, I, I, that'd be gross. I, f- I feel like that's that's a scary skinny. If you're five foot eleven and a size four, yeah, I agree. You've got to be probably like one hundred and twenty or one hundred and thirty pounds on a five foot eleven frame. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So she's like, obviously, they're never going to be happy, and right. um. In 2017, she shared with People Magazine that she once was sent home from a modeling job after being told, we didn't realize you were this big. What? When she was 15 and a size four. Oh, my God. So McGrady explained, I was so upset and so livid that I was getting picked at already at just a young 15, 16 years old. That's so disgusting. Uh, Yeah, I agree. So now she's just like... I don't care as long as I'm healthy and it doesn't matter. And like, here's another shot of her in a bikini. Like even a bikini, she doesn't, she just doesn't matter. 
and she's beautiful and yeah she has cellulite and she has rolls but she's gorgeous like she's mm-hmm. a very beautiful woman she's very beautiful her wedding pictures are gorgeous. Isn't her husband hot? Yeah, he's very good looking. Yeah. Um, he, he's very tall. Yeah, I know. He's like 6'5 or something. <clears throat> yeah, he's tall. Um, Well, that's great. I know like uh, another model that's been making a difference is Ashley Graham. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love um, her. She's so gorgeous. She's having a very baby. Pretty. Oh, is she? I follow her on Instagram, and she's been posting all, like, her baby bump pictures and stuff. So cute. Her husband is gorgeous. I've never seen him. He's beautiful black man. Like, he's so gorgeous. Oh, I've never seen him. Um, And then, like, like Lizzo. With having, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, with her confidence. And, like, she just wears whatever the fuck she wants. Yep. Um, And she's talented, and she's good, and she doesn't care. Yeah, and it's fine. Like, I'm... Like, I think of the women who just said, fuck you, in order to make that happen. Like, I'm thinking of, like, right. Queen Latifah yeah. and Monique. Like, yep. all those women who didn't conform to industry standards. Yep. And even Tyra Banks, who was like, fuck you. This is what I look like without yep. my makeup. Like, I feel like she, her personality is annoying to me. Yeah. But I feel like she's done a lot of good as far as bringing awareness yeah. to this is what models go through. Yeah, this definitely. This is industry standard and this is what I look like af- before Photoshop. Yep. Like, yep. I just for think sure. of all the women who just. Made themselves vulnerable. Yeah. And who took a lot of shit. Yep. A lot of shit over the last few decades for how they looked. Um, and like Jennifer Hudson, like, oh yeah, remember when she was on American Idol and yeah. she was heavier? Yeah, and she did like she became a Weight Watcher spokesperson, and that's great. But she she didn't do it for like, like she did it because she wanted to lose weight and be a little healthier. Right, but she's never like fit into the mold. No, right. and like I'm just like so proud that we're finally getting to this point in our society where women are finally being listened to. Yeah. Like Melissa McCarthy and A.D. Oh Bryant. Oh my God. Yes. They're phenomenal. I just. If you haven't seen Shrill on Hulu, oh subscribe God, now. So good. Because Shrill is such a good oh show. Oh my God. It's, didn't it come out season two? I'm excited. It's Oh, soon. I haven't. Season, I didn't know that. Season two. Because I also follow A.D. Bryant oh. on Instagram. That's cool. I didn't know. And Melissa McCarthy too. But um, yeah, just like women who were funny and they knew they were funny and they knew they had something amazing to offer the world and just were like, fuck you. I'm not going to conform. Yep. And if they choose to lose weight, who cares? Yep. They're still. They're doing them. Yeah. Like they're just doing it because that's what they want to do. That's right. Not because they're having to, they're not changing out of pressure. Like. That's right. Yeah. Like I, I'm just so happy that we're finally getting to this point where I worry a little less now about my daughter does that make sense yes it does make sense like I'm not quite as worried for her as far as like and also like I've she's definitely like embracing just who she is like she doesn't (laughs) she dresses like a boy from the 90s (laughs) <laughs> really like ethan hawk's wardrobe from reality bites is what my daughter she's wears. wearing ripped jeans flannels wearing, and doc martens yeah she's wearing like baggy 90s jeans and like 
Carhartt sweatshirts. Like she's just Go like, Audrey. I'm not gonna spend all of my time just looking Good. perfect because I'm 15. And why would I spend waste my day? I don't. Thank I'm, God so she's I'm, not going through that phase of like, you know, I gotta look perfect. I need. I already wore that you know outfit. What? Honestly, I think she went through that really early because of oh, dance. Okay. Like yeah. you have yeah. to learn. How to do hair and makeup at a really, really, really young age if you're going to be in competitive dance, which she was. So she learned that really early. And I think she went through that really early when she was still like young enough to yeah. have it not screw with her head as much. Right, right. Good and point. And now she's past that where she's in her formative years of where it could really be affecting her. Right. But it's not. like Good. Yeah. Good. So... I'm just really, really happy that we're finally getting to this place in society. Me too. We have a lot of, we have a lot to go. Oh, yeah. But when, I sure. feel like women are finally being listened to and finally being believed and taken seriously and valued for who they are. Yes. They're finally given a platform and some room to speak and be listened and, and heard and covered by the media. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I totally agree with you. But yeah. we do have a long way to go still but i think this is like the start yeah of yeah. a good place so that's cool i she's gorgeous and i'm obsessed yeah, she with is. her wedding photos right they're so pretty she's gorgeous oh my god i just had this hilarious idea okay first i have two funny thoughts two hilarious ideas number one what if like kim kardashian's insane contouring what if cellulite becomes so in fashion, people start doing makeup to make cellulite? <laughs> oh, my God. I would save a lot of money if that was the case. Number one, that would be a super funny thing. And number two, yes, it what if you and I did, like, a romantic photo shoot in, like, beautiful, like, wedding dresses that we just wanted to wear? That would be awesome. That would be so fun. That would be so fun. We already have engagement pictures. Yes, we do. (laughs) Not even knowing we were taking them. We were just so happy. Just so much love and happiness on our faces. Yeah, because we went camping. That's right. In the San Juans. That was funny. Yeah. (laughs) We should do that. I'm totally down. I've never worn a wedding dress. I've only worn the one I got married in. We should do that. It was a size four. Are you shitting me? Nope. You no. were a size four? On top, yeah. Because I'm hippie. Right, so right, right. The smallest I've ever been in jeans was a size six, and that's when I was biking like 10 miles a day. Um, so and you were running a ton, right? Yeah, this was like um, right when I got married. Um, and then like after I had Audrey when I was running oh, yeah. and biking a lot. So my thighs were just thinner. Yeah. But – um. Even since Fisher, like my, literally my hips, like my bones are wider. Like they never. That's what happens though in birth, right? Your, your hips spread. It didn't, yeah, it, they spread, but they, with uh, Donovan and Audrey, they kind of like. Went well, back? Went back. Oh, I thought they never went back into place once your hips no, spread. No, well, because your, what your body does is it produces this hormone, which makes all of your joints looser. Oh, which is why a lot of women, their feet grow because literally like your joints are like jelly because your body releases this hormone, making it so that your hips can move apart in order to birth a child. Right. But all your joints are affected. A lot of women actually suffer from like dislocation 
when they're pregnant getting close oh, to shit. delivery because their joints are so mobile oh my god yeah like so my, do your feet go back to normal once they grow um sometimes good lord that's weird but you're like a werewolf <laughs> yeah but um like my feet are slightly bigger i used to be um like a six now you're 12 six yeah now i have Clown size shoes. men 13 but <laughs> sideshow body ronald mcdonald <laughs> shoes no now i'm like um just over six and a half like i um so oh that's not bad so i went up to like a seven when i buy shoes instead gotcha. of a six and a half or a six um depending on who makes the shoes but like my hips never went back with fisher so even if i were to be working out super strong i don't know if i could get below double digits just because it'd be physically impossible yeah right yeah that's a good but point. my top like my i'm smaller on top yeah and back then I was super small on top because it was pre-babies, so I didn't have any. My boobs got huge, pregnant, and then right. they kind of never went away. Right. And so I was tiny on the top. So I and my wedding dress was like A-line, so I I was a size four in my wedding. So dress. it like tighter fit up top, mm-hmm. and it goes and looser it, as it goes down. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So I know what it's like to be a size four in dresses, but. The smallest jeans I've ever worn were a six. And that's still pretty small. That's super small. Yeah. yeah I can't even imagine fitting into a size six. Especially for you. Because you're very hourglass. You're very curvy. I'm very hippie. Yeah. Yeah. It's not unproportionate, though. No. Dude, I've seen some girls that are like, <laughs> it looks like you like put two pieces together that didn't belong together, you know? Like, like when they look like a, oh, I feel, it's the most awkward body shape that I feel, and I always feel, it's like, and again, here we are, like, judging women. <laughs> but when they're, like, shaped like the lollipop, when they have the little tiny chicken legs. Oh, yeah, and, and huge, or like an olive on a stick. Yeah, yeah, like, it's so, such an awkward body type. But I, That is. I feel bad because it's like, it must be impossible to buy clothes. Yeah. And that's the other frustrating thing is the clothing industry, it's like everybody is built, like, a rectangle, yeah. a teeny tiny yeah. skinny straight up and down rectangle yeah. with no hips or no gut or no yeah. boobs. Yeah. The largest size they make is like a size 10 or 12 in yeah. jeans. Yeah. And it's like I have a hard enough time finding clothes that fit me right because of my proportions. I hear you. And then it's like how you like you must just give up. Yeah. Like I would just give up. Yeah. It would be so frustrating to be like well, my pants are falling off, but my shirt is... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. It no. would be so frustrating. I hate shopping for that reason. <sighs> yeah. I hate it. Well, because you have a super long torso. <laughs> yeah, so super everything long. Is like I'm a- like Gumby. <laughs> I know. You have an extra vertebrae. It's documented. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> is. I've X-ray. seen the x-ray. <laughs> so you... Everything must be like Can a I have like a giraffe shirt. neck? I know. <laughs> How Gumby. do you find turtlenecks? <laughs> I require extra long, extra Ex- turtley turtlenecks. Do you have an extra long neck turtleneck? <laughs> do you have an extra turtley turtleneck? <laughs> I'm very turtley today. Oh my god! Do you remember that movie, Master of Disguise, where he Dana Carvey? It was like the no, anyway. I've never seen it. He's turtle. He's funny though. He is a terrible movie, but um, they just reviewed it on my favorite podcast, the How Did This Get Made. But I remember watching it when he came out and he like disguises himself 
and he's going to a turtle club <laughs> so he disguises himself it's like that was the name of like the men the gentleman's like cigar club yeah but he thought it meant everybody was turtles <laughs> so it's dan carvey on screen he's like i mean turtle turtle <laughs> turtle but he's like a human if a human morphs into a turtle what the f- it's so fucking weird, dude. It's like the worst you movie ever made. This movie? I watched it. It came out in like 2003 or something, and I oh. remember watching it. I was probably babysitting somebody's kid, or I don't know. Sounds horrible. It was horrible, but then when I was like, oh my God, they reviewed it. So I, <laughs> it was, but he said that turtly, turtle. <laughs> That's what it reminded He's me so of. He's so funny, Garth. Oh, man. He did um, like six episodes with conan o'brien on his pod on conan o'brien's podcast dana carvey did uh-huh and they're so funny are they i was like peeing my pants laughing. <laughs> that's how funny they I'll are i'll have to listen to it, it is really funny. i finally found that podcast um okay my last story more babies i forget which one this one is oh i don't think i told you about this one it's a surprise story surprise um here we go Otterly adorable San Francisco College Zoo has five new otter pups. Oh, <laughs> look at that little cute. Um, the five Asian small clawed otters will not be at the zoo permanently. So you, um, um, anyway, so these five baby otters were born at the San Francisco College Zoo. How cute! How exciting! Oh my God. I know know you want one so bad. I want one so bad. Oh, no. Asian small clawed otters are considered a vulnerable species in their native lands of southern India, southern China, and southeast Asia, Indonesia, and the Philippines, in part because wild otters are being caught for the pet trade. Pet trade? What? Yeah. Like, people are catching them as pets. That's messed up. People, can we just... How can you keep otters as a pet in a swimming pool like what yeah can we just stop capturing wild animals no doubt having tigers as pets stop killing gorillas for yeah. their hands so you can have a weird ashtray no kidding in your man cave like can we just stop just because your life is boring and unfulfilling doesn't mean yeah. the animals have to suffer for it oh yeah and then i was going to talk about the my favorite instagram star Colisi, Col- Colisi, no, Colisi. Oh. Um, check out. It's called the Rhino Orphanage. Yes, in Africa, and they rescue baby rhinos, as the name would suggest. The Rhino Orphanage, <laughs> but Col um, Colisi, he was saved um, back in. I want to say it was December. Um, <clears throat> his he had. Him and his mother, it looks like, had been tracked by hyenas, and his mother had fled, and these hyenas were literally eating his foot. Some very upsetting pictures, um, but uh, the I don't know who found him, but some humans found the hyenas eating him and his foot, and they scared the hyenas away and brought him to this orphanage where they didn't think he was going to live, Um one of the tracking dogs that this orphanage uses to oh my god look at this dog this dog is amazing 
he slept with Colsey and kept him safe. Look at him with the baby giraffe. Oh my god, he looks just like a German shepherd. Yeah, but they're Belgian Malinate Malin Malinos. So they're not related to the German shepherd. They're in the same family. They're a whole different breed, though. They're the same. They look exactly except the coloring's off. Yeah. And I think the size and stuff is different, but Aww. they're, so this dog like stayed with this little baby rhino and, um, and tried to cover it with blankets with its I nose. I know, I Lisa this video, this dog, beautiful dog was like covering the baby rhino with blankets with its <laughs> nose. Cold. So poor Colisa lost two of his toes and a good portion of his foot to these hyenas. But like the, two-thirds of his foot. But the amazing p- people at this orphanage have kept him alive, have tended to his wounds. A lot of the tissue in his foot has grown back and, like, skin is starting to grow back. But um, he had a special prosthetic made <laughs> so that he can actually get up and walk. Um, and it's made to grow with him and um, also made to protect the wound so he's not putting pressure on the wound but he can still put weight on his foot it's brilliant and so he has survived he made it out of the woods his wounds like the open wounds he had are all sealed healed over with like healthy new tissue and now he is up and running Hopping about with his little blue boots. It's like he's, he's bucking Bunky Bronco. He's playing with a ball and he loves his caretakers and his ears are all healed up and his skin is all healed up where like the rhin- the hyenas had got his back. So if you are sad and you want to be have exciting um, news about people helping baby animals, um, follow the rhino orphanage. That's their name. The video alone is a huge oh antidepressant. This video of the little baby rhino jumping with yeah, this Yeah, playing with ball. this He's big so purple cute. bouncy ball. So the rhino orphanage, there's also um, a Care for Wild, which is another rhino sanctuary. And then there's an elephant orphanage that I follow. Elephant, oh, yeah. Um, Have you seen uh, the elephant movie on Apple TV? No, I don't have Apple TV. Oh. There's an elephant movie on Apple TV you would really like. I think mm-hmm. I told you that before. Um, so if you want a little pick me up, uh, go see the uh, Rhino Orphanage on Instagram and look up Colisi. And then they also rescue other like the little giraffe is so cute. Aww. They rescue other animals. That but, dog is special. Oh my god, that dog is amazing. Yeah. He, he wouldn't leave the rhino's side. It's like Murray. And the giraffe too. He wouldn't leave the giraffe's side when they rescued the little That's baby amazing. Giraffe. I know. I know. Animals are the best. Yeah, they are. We don't deserve animals. We don't. Because we're so terrible to them. <laughs> I spoil the F out of my dog, dude. Oh my, <laughs> my dog is so spoiled. I know. She's like 45 pounds overweight. <laughs> oh, no. She got fatter when I was gone. Oh, no. Because no one would run her. Oh, okay. Well, you and I should get together. Yeah, have a doggy play date. And run with our dogs. Yes. Yeah. I've been been going back to the gym only like two days a week, which is a good start, but I need to start. More than me. I need to start making healthier choices as far as my spare time. Me too. My natural instinct is to crawl into blankets and <laughs> be sad about everything. So 
Me too, except I have ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I have wine, which is not good because it's calories. And then it just makes me feel It's worse. just sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to, we should make this the year of getting mini healthy. Rejuvenation. <laughs> Rescue mini. Rescue mini and ourselves at the same time. We're putting minis on Weight Watchers. That's <laughs> it. Should, She's going to be a spokesperson for <laughs> Weight Watchers. Oh my Rogers. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I would pay all the money in the world. Biggest loser dog version. Oh my God. That's a brilliant idea. Thank you. Oh my God, we need to trademark that. We can make that. some money Holy off that shit, show. That is a good idea. It is a good idea. I want to do that right Whose now. Whose dog can you lose the most weight and get the healthiest? Have you? Have you? Like I love it. <laughs> Animals, like when you see those stories, like um, like bored or the the dodo will have yeah, stories yeah. a lot of like. Yeah. See this fat cat, and like it gets adopted, and like the owners make it a little thing in a swimming pool, so yeah. it's forced to walk underwater, <laughs> yeah. and like fat cat finally like loses twenty yes. pounds. Yes, I love those videos. Yeah, I know like, they're funny. Oh, they're My just... cheeks hurt so much. It says is laughing so hard. I know, like fat dogs and cats, like losing, like being forced to lose weight on oh a tre- they're like chained to a treadmill. Oh my god, what if you had like Minnie on the Weight Watchers points? <laughs> yes, that would be awesome, dude. Like how many points should a dog her size? Are you nursing? Are you pregnant? <laughs> no? Okay. You can have 22 points a day, Minnie. <laughs> oh my god, dude, she's so fat. It's so bad. She's got the biggest beer belly ever. Oh no. Have you tried giving like Murray thinks ice cubes are a treat? Uh yeah, my dog's smart. That's the bad. She's like, and it's it's the people that live in my house that feed her human food. Oh no, because she barks. She you know because they taught her bad habits, yeah. and so she like is very. She's a very vocal dog. Well, anyways, she's also a border collie. Yeah, she's very vocal, and it's not barking. She talks. Yeah, yeah, and it's not yeah, growling or barking. Vocal. They just talk, and so she talks. You know, she wants something. Oh, you roar, know it. Roar. Yes, yeah. that's what she does. Murray only does that um, when he's playing, like when we're like wrestling and stuff with oh. him, is when he gets vocal like that. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never really heard him. Mm-mm. I've heard him bark. That's about it. But yeah, he's not. They're pretty quiet otherwise. Yeah. But yeah, border collies are pretty mouthy. Yeah. I like it though because yeah. I think it her, she has big personality yeah. and I dig that about her. Yeah. She's cool. Okay. Minnie's going to go on Weight Watchers. Biggest I'm gonna, loser. <clears throat> I'm going to go to the gym. And we'll meet for doggy we'll meet play dates and doggy. exercise with our dogs. Yeah, that good sounds deal. Like a good plan. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so going into the new year, I I've I've been journaling here and there, been trying to go to bed earlier, so I've been making some smaller habit changes. Good. Um, I did so as far as recommendations, um, I. I kind of took a break from reading. I was reading Mindhunter, the book. John Douglas was an FBI. Yeah, he's there like a Netflix show called Mindhunter? Yeah, it's based on this guy's life. Like okay. He basically helped create the FBI profiling. So Mindhunter is a true story? It's based, the, the show is based on a true story. It doesn't, it's obviously fictionalized to a oh. point. But this guy really did work. 
he basically developed the whole profiling system. He worked on the Atlanta child killings. Like he saw, he helped profile the Green River Killer. Like he's what does he do again? I don't know the story. I've just seen the 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 so little square he, that says Mine Hunter. So the FBI um, until the sixties or seventies or whatever. They didn't even use any sort of psychology or oh. anything. They oh, just okay. solved crimes based on evidence alone. Got it. And like uh, tracking criminals that way. And slowly they started developing like the how do we figure out who like how do we figure out who these people are? Anyway, so long story short, John Douglas was one of the guys who helped create this program. Um, he and his colleagues traveled around to prisons in the United States and interviewed um, serial killers. Like they basically coined the term. They came up with the term serial killers. Oh, like that. So word, they're like looking for like the most sociopath, psychopath. Like they're trying to find these people before right they commit these crimes. Or if a crime is committed and there's no suspect. Based on the evidence at the crime, what they're the ones who are like, oh, well, you're going to be looking for a single male who's unemployed and because of these things. Right, right. They're the ones who came up with that. So they're trying to figure out, try to like put a formula to how they think. Yes. And catch them based off that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so like the Green River Killer, like when he profiled him, he was like, you're going to be looking for a white male who drives a pickup truck and he's going to have a troubled, like, he he's most likely not married, but if he's married, he has a complicated history with women. Like, he had the Green River Killer down to a T. Wow. He's not a psychic or anything. No, he's they just, just look at the evidence and the patterns of the crimes. And this guy knows psychology, I guess? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a really interesting book to that like, sounds super go through his life. And the Netflix show is really good, but it, again, it's super fictionalized. Um, but so I was reading that, and I was doing the Highway of Tears book, and there was like another thing I was kind of reading through, but I kind of have taken a break from that. And I started reading this um fantasy series called the witcher which is also a new netflix series have you watched it i watched like the first episode and i was like oh this is actually really interesting so i looked up the books oh god and then decided i was gonna you and your books get the books. so i started reading um the books and like they weren't they weren't released in chronological order so i even googled like reading the Witcher in chronological order. So, I'm, or you could just watch the Netflix series. <laughs> no, but the books are really, it's really good. Then like, it's gonna hate, make you hate the show, though. No, because the show stars the guy who played Superman. Oh God, Henry Cavill. God, I know. He, I I binge that show in like two nights. Oh, you did over Christmas. Oh, my friend's husband and I stayed up and watched it. So beautiful. Oh, he's gorgeous. He's so beautiful. Every inch of him is just he. He looks so good with white hair, too. It's I know. In the red eyes, you're like, how is this hot? I don't know. I questioned myself. I was you're like, what's like, wrong with you? I, <laughs> I insane? Do I like long white hair, Gandalf? <laughs> like, like, am I 
into wizard? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What is wrong Double with Dumbledore? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! No, but so I'm actually really excited to because I like I said I really liked the first episode, um, and the books are really in like they're really good. So I'm reading that, and um, I've been. When I watch TV, I've been making a crochet. I've been working on a blanket. Instead of watching your phone. Yeah. That's but good. I've, um, to keep my um, the sadness at bay, I've just been, I started re-watching Parks and Recreation, which I started watching when it first aired on TV. And right. then I watched it as the series, like, yeah. progressed and ended. So I haven't actually, like, re-binged watched it ever. And it... It is one of the funnier sitcoms that's ever been made. Would you say it's funnier than The Office? Yes. Really? Because I feel like Parks and Rec got better. As and The it, Office got worse. And The Office got worse. Yeah. Like the first few seasons of The Office are on par with how funny I think Parks and Rec is. Okay. But Parks and Rec doesn't like get bad. It gets better. It's It stays amazing. Okay. So, I've never seen it. It's hilarious. I've seen clips here and there, but it's freaking hilarious. I tried to get into it. I've I tried to watch an episode, and I was just I like, I think nah. because when it came out, everybody was expecting it to be The Office. Oh, but it's not. Like it's not. Like yes, it takes place in the office setting, but the dynamic. It's totally yeah, it's different. different. It's right. totally different. Right. Um, <clears throat> and so the one true crime thing I did watch which actually was very upsetting was the netflix don't fuck with cats did you watch that yeah when you text me so uh when i was in st louis my friend i'm as good as friends with my friend's husband as i I Mm -hmm. am my friend we're a lot alike and so she goes to bed really early like 8 39 o'clock and we'll stay up till midnight watching tv and we like a lot of the same type of genres yeah and so when you told me that i was like dude we gotta watch this and we watched it and it was like what the flip What? what the flip and and what pissed me off even more is that the sleuths didn't get any credit or like the police were at the at the end. I don't want to say mm-hmm. anything. I don't want to ruin it for those who haven't watched it. But yeah, the end upsetted me. Yeah. Upset me. Ups- upsetted yeah. me. It, the whole thing was like. What? I had to look away in yeah, the beginning because I, I was like, I, I don't, I didn't know if they were going to show it or not, but I couldn't I had to watch cover, it. Yeah, I had to cover. So just a warning to our like two listeners. <laughs> um, hi audrey <laughs> if you do choose to watch don't f with cats um it is very upsetting um there is animal cruelty involved and then there's a murder and it's a grisly awful murder that this monster videotaped and uploaded to social media it's very upsetting to gain fame, I to think. To gain Attention, fame. yeah. So that's like, I don't think that he was in a state of psychosis. And I don't think that Manny is a personality or someone in his head. I really don't. Because, like, you and I both have history with people with mental illness. Oh, yeah. Who are schizophrenic. Totally. And, okay, so you remember the lawyer 
who he was like, you look like Mike Douglas. Yeah. And he was like, he was just really calm and charming and he put me at ease. When you are around somebody who is in the middle of a schizophrenic or a manic break, the last thing they do is fucking put you at ease. Yeah. You are. Absolutely right. Absolutely weirded out. Yep. On edge. Yep. And something. Scared. And scared. Yeah. It's scary. You are not at ease. Never. And you would never call them charming. Never, ever. You would say they're off their meds or something's not right. Like yep. When I ran into the person in your life who was in the middle of a break, yep. I immediately called or texted you. And yeah, I you was did. like, hey, I just ran into them and something is not right. Right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So I I think he was setting up an alibi. Yeah. Years in advance. Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't think that it is a legitimate that it's in his head. I think that's bullshit. I yeah, think he was point. smart enough and psychopathic enough to Definitely. create his own alibi three two or three years in advance. Yeah. I, I believe that. I don't buy that. It was He's very calculated. Break. Yeah, I don't buy so that I it agree. was a break because yeah. of my experience with people with schizophrenia. Yeah. No. They're, yeah. The opposite. They, they do not put you at ease. No. And they don't appear to be in control no. whatsoever, ever. And they make absolutely no sense. No. Sense. no they don't. No. Yeah. Because they're stuck inside their head. Mm-hmm. And, and they're see- seeing and hearing things that aren't there. Or you can't see and in here. And cannot even be, like, like can't be, like how this guy subtle. Went, yeah, like yeah. he went to Maui or Hawaii or Florida, and he came back with injuries and showed the lawyer his injuries and stuff. Like, yeah, it's so calculating. That is not. They don't function. No. Yeah. And they definitely don't self harm. They are usually take off to a, prevent harm to themselves. Yeah, they're usually very paranoid. That yeah, yeah, they don't allow themselves to be harmed. Correct. The person in my life um, has been arrested multiple times for supposedly defending themselves from a supposed um, like they felt they thought they were being attacked. Mm-hmm in their mind and so right. they assaulted somebody who right. was just a passerby or in right. the wrong place at the wrong time because they're hyper paranoid because they're defending themselves they right. don't allow themselves to be hurt no they're constantly on alert so i don't yeah. buy it yeah good point point. and i the fact that his mom ghost wrote a book makes me sick like she's insane yeah obviously this woman is crazy where do you think he got it from yeah um it's insane yeah i'm glad i did watch it but it was very upsetting very like i couldn't sleep oh like it was just upsetting i felt terrible for the victim's family like yeah Ugh, i felt terrible for them it's it's an effed up yeah it's just god i just didn't even know that stuff existed i guess no i didn't either i was like how is this legal how is this not shut down? How is this everywhere on the web? Yeah. I know. I don't know. But those people are badasses that try For sure. Down. For sure. Like, I was amazed at how... Fearless they, they were? Yeah. Yeah. 
that yeah so ugh, i don't necessarily recommend it but if you feel like you could if, handle it if you're sensitive don't even think about it yeah because i'm not that sensitive and i got a little stick to my stomach in the beginning and had to turn away i got incredibly sick to my stomach <laughs> yeah it was very upsetting very much so um so um i yeah again i don't know if i would recommend it but it's a fascinating case you could maybe google it and just there you go some wikipedia yep like piecemeal it yeah yeah because actually once i started watching it i was like what the fuck is this and i started um i did a bunch of like googling and like yeah. read the wikipedia and i read a bunch of news articles out of toronto and stuff and so i put a lot of like i was able to get a lot of information from that which is right. sufficient you don't necessarily need to watch the documentary right it can be quite triggering good point very much so um <clears throat> but as far as what i would recommend i like the witcher yeah if you just want to watch good. the netflix i would recommend watching it if you wanted to borrow the books from me <laughs> <laughs> i might let you borrow <laughs> the books um and then listening i listened to um one of my favorite podcasts is called american scandal it's by the same people who do the um, American history tellers that I really love. Um, the same depth of research and stuff. And so I listened to the latest season of American Scandal, which was about um, how the Bush administration basically outed a CIA agent in 2003 um, because her husband was an outspoken um uh, what do you call that? He disagreed with the war in Iraq. Yeah, he he. I think he went to Iraq and discovered that with his research no. there's no WMDs. No, he he went to a different. He went to Nigeria. Yemen. No, he went to Niger oh. in Africa. Anyway, so it's an insane story, and this woman, I feel like she never really got justice. She did probably didn't. She sued. Um, a few of the people personally, I think, and a few of the people did face um, charges, but President Bush um, commuted their sentences, and then President Trump completely ex 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 expunged their records, so it's not Good even on God. their records anymore. Probably because it was a woman. The CIA agent oh, was a woman. Right. Right. Yeah, so like the two people who faced charges within the Bush administration basically got off scot-free for putting not just this woman and her family in danger but anybody she's ever worked with in that capacity is now compromised right in other countries right it's very it's insane and it's worth to listen to if you, sounds like it so american scandal the most recent season is amazing i would highly recommend listening to that that sounds good what about you? Um, for podcasts, I would definitely recommend um, uh, this new podcast I've been listening to called Something Was Wrong. Um, oh, yeah. It has like three seasons, I believe. And um, I've listened to all three, but the first season is really, really, really good, especially if you have ever grew up in the church or dated or married someone Um that attends church or, or you guys met in a church or something, or, you know, you've ever had very, 
I hate to use the word religious people, but I guess that's the best way to describe this situation. Religious people in your life um, that have been um, legalistic or judgmental. Um, I'm not going to give it away, but the first season is is definitely just like I couldn't stop listening to it. It was crazy. And um, because it's the first season, um, some of the audio, audio quality isn't very good. Some of the interviews were called in via telephone. And mm, so right. s- some of the some of the times when some of the family members are talking, the audio quality kind of sucks. But besides that, it's a really good story, like a true story. It's crazy. Um, so I'd encourage that for sure. And then watching, honestly, just Togo. I think everyone in the world everybody needs to watch Togo if everyone watched Togo I think like everyone would take a chill pill for a second and the world would be a little bit more peaceful (laughs) like get a cup of tea and watch Togo yeah and uh The Witcher that would probably be one I'd recommend because that was really good too I binged that really quickly yeah yeah he's so hot I'm excited to watch the series yeah it's really good the special effects were really good yeah there's good fight scenes and stuff yeah I was impressed. And that's like, yeah, I love that genre. I was like, what's going to take the place of Game of Thrones? Right? That's what they're calling it, like Netflix Game of Thrones. But it's not the same. I know. It's not not even close, but it's the same fantasy genre, right? Right. But I guess the popularity, like it was so... praised and so popular so quickly after it first released that they were they were calling i actually haven't heard anything about it really yeah Yeah, no they were calling it i just stumbled upon it and i was like oh superman hi yeah right me too (laughs) Ooh, let's watch this so delicious and there's a lot of scenes where he like has his shirt off so it's super hot i think there's one scene where he's like completely naked but you only see the back of him unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) well a girl's curious <laughs> I definitely didn't make it to that episode. It's nice. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that's you funny. All right. Well, I think our juice was a su- success. It was a hit. And Slammed up. I actually really like this ginger stuff mixed with the grape juice. So I'd say it's a yes for both of us. Two our thumbs fruit. up, Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Um, so with that. Stay informed, stay hydrated, but don't drink the Kool-Aid. Good night.